Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired Youth Success Week. Keeping you in the know with Angel, the cool smart chick. Jekyllin Carr. Young people's cry. Sit back and enjoy. This next generation need you. God, you said that in the last days you shall pour your spirit upon all flesh. You said that the young people shall prophesy. And God, the young people need you like never before. For the enemy is on attack. So now, God, I pray against all type of gun violence. I pray against the shootings that's in our schools. I pray against suicidal thoughts. I pray against drugs. I pray against bullying. And I speak over the lives of the young people that they will not fall into the hands of temptations. The young people will get back in place with you. They will hunger for holiness. And the hunger will be so great that it will be unexplainable. In the name of Jesus, God, I declare right now that we, your young people, we will present ourselves as living sacrifices. Our lives are in your hands. We make the choice. We make the vow right now that God, we will not, we will not give in to peer pressure. We will not give in, God, to suicidal thoughts. We will not give in until what the enemy has to offer. We will not give in until the plans of the enemy. But God, we stand and we say we will be holy. We will keep our bodies pure. We will keep our bodies pure. We'll keep our minds pure. In the name of Jesus, we will not give in to drugs. We will not give in to drinking. We will not give in to smoking. But God, we will stand for holiness. We will stand for what's right. So God, we cry out, purify us, Lord. Purify us, Lord. Sanctify us. Cleanse us, God. We want to be holy. We want to be like you, Lord. We want to be like you, Lord. We cry out today. We give ourselves to you. Slayers, you're raising up some Satan defeaters, and God, we stand right now and we say we will be the one, we will be the one that will show the enemy that he is a liar, he will not have all the young people, he will not have our minds, we will be the one, we will be the example, we will be the chosen in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name. 
people right there where you are, just lift up your hands and begin to tell God, God, I will be the one. God, I will be the one. He just want to know if he can have a willing vessel. He just want to know if he have a willing vessel that will stand up and declare to this nation, that will stand up and declare to this world that God is real. God What's up, guys? I'm Angel, the cool, smart chick, and I will be keeping you on the know of Around the Me Inspired. I have thoroughly enjoyed being your host this week. So we've had a little week of topics, discussions, guests, and so much more. So I hope you all feel well prepared for each of your specific journeys by the end of today's show. But before I go any further, allow me to share with you a little about myself, as always, and why this week is so important to me. So first off, I'm a rising senior psychology major at the illustrious Spelman College located in Atlanta, Georgia. I believe in inspiring others to find yourself, love yourself, and be no one else but your best self. Again, I'm Angel, the cool smart chick, and yes, I am her, and she is me. Now, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time today, first off, I would like to welcome you all to the show. Let's get that out the way. Now, along with this, I would like to say shame on you because you missed the whole week. (laughs) So we had so much valuable information for you rising college students and parents as well. But I guess it's better late than ever, huh? (laughs) At least you'll get to hear today's very important topic, which is finding yourself. So throughout the week, we talked about everything like relationships, balance, wellness, and just school in general. So along with our wonderful interviews from our special guests, I hope that this week has definitely kept you all in the know. So but for now, let's talk about finding yourself. So that seems to be what life is mostly about, right? There are some people that have been on this earth for decades and still do not really know who they are. So you may think that that's crazy or impossible, but it's very true. You may not even recognize who these people are, you know? So that may seem as if they are all put together and that everything in their life is perfect, but knowing who you really are is a goal that many have not accomplished. But anyway... Now, I know some of you rising college students feel like, yeah, I think I know myself pretty well, blah, blah. I found myself. But no. <laughs> Compared to the real world or even college life, high school is a walk in the park. But don't get me wrong. I know how it is, and I'm not undermining any of y'all's situation because my high school years were a trying time as well. But at different points in our lives, we experience different obstacles. And when you get older, you may feel that some of the horrible catastrophes that you experienced in high school were really not as bad as they may have seen then. So now, I hope I haven't offended anyone, (laughs) but I just try to let you see it from my point of view. 
first off, many high school students have a false sense of consciousness. Now, I'm not saying that it's impossible to be conscious at a young age, but with more years and experiences, your awareness will grow. So in high school, you may encounter a controversial topic or idea that sparks your interest and emotions, and that's totally fine. But let's give it a few years and let's acquire a little more information about the topic and life in general before we go all gung-ho. But one thing that can have an influence on the things that a younger person can be so gung-ho about is the fact that younger people are very impressionable. That's just that. (laughs) They are very impressionable. So I'm not saying high school students are just a bunch of robots. But at that age, with so many new things being introduced to you, and, you know, it's just hard to make these decisions without enough life experience. That's just my opinion, though. So. Then there's this huge thing with being under the guidance of your parents. Now, parents, don't hang up on me. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> now, some parents live vicariously through their children. So they do their they do their best to shape and mold their child the way they want them to be. You know, you got your son out there playing football and he absolutely hates it and rather be creating science experience experiments or, you know, something like that. Or your daughter is in all these beauty pageants when she really loves art and to, to paint or draw or something like that. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting the best for your child and wanting better for them than you had at their age. That's beautiful. But let's remember that these lovely children do have minds of their own and personalities and wants and needs. So what you feel is best for your child may just be that. But you have to remember that your little precious baby is his own person. Now, it's okay to kick their butt every now and then when things get out of hand. <laughs> you know, a parent's favorite Bible verse is spare the rise for the child, right? <laughs> but seriously, for you guys in high school, it's just something about being able to make your own decisions without anyone else's input, and that actually actually helps you learn yourself. So now along with the pressure from your parents, there's also also pressure for not being able to fully choose your own friends. And I'm not saying that you don't have any other choice than, than to hang out with the troublemakers or the mean girls. But being in a learning institution on a lesser scale than a college or university does limit the individuals that you can interact with. So in high school, your friends are pretty much determined by the people you either grew up with or have classes with. So this isn't a range as large as one would be for like a college student. And so in college, you can meet individuals from around the world and actually get to know them. You may be from Alaska, but be the student from Miami and see that you identify more with this individual that is from thousands of miles away from where you grew up rather than the kids you actually grew up with. So college is a wonderful time for you to befriend and actually connect with someone of your choosing and not just because they're the most convenient. And here's a little secret. Now, this may not always be true for every college or university, but this is just my personal experience. Unlike how it may seem in high school or in the high school movies, there is no such thing as a popular group. 
So depending on the environment, for example, if it's a sense of family at your college or university, everyone interacts with everyone. So there's no such thing as a popular group of boys or girls. So now, of course, some of the sports players, you know, maybe a little more well-known because everyone goes to the game. So, you know, that's obvious, right? It's just that, in my opinion, the whole clique thing doesn't exist. So everyone is more fluid and associates with everyone. But let me say this. This is just from my own personal experience. So I do apologize if things are different for different for any of you, but I do hope and pray that you all choose a wonderful institution that makes you feel comfortable and at home. Now, finally, the last thing on my list is the fact that in high school, you're put into this little itty-bitty bubble, right? Your parents and teachers want to keep their baby safe from all harm in the real world. Now, there's nothing wrong with keeping the baby safe. <laughs> but when you're on your own, mama and daddy can always be there. It's up to you to make those tough decisions. And along with this, you don't have anyone telling you how to think or how to go about a certain situation. It's all up to you. <laughs> so I know your parents have tried their very best to instill the best values in you. But honestly, it's all up to you whether or not you continue to live by those values. And parents, if your child goes off to college and acts like they're totally abandoned their values you've instilled in them, just remember, it's not your fault. Even though they're your precious little babies, they still have a mind of their own. So as long as you do your job as a parent, instill those right values and lead by example, once your child is grown and out of your care, all you can really do is just pray for them and hope that God continues to lead them in the right path. Okay. I honestly hope I didn't offend any of you. But I do feel that in a couple of years, you will see where I'm coming from and be able to agree with what I'm saying. But now, as my little rant about high school, let me actually tell you about the ways that being in college can actually help you find yourself. First of all, when you're in college, you're on your own. <laughs> right? So, but this is the time that you make a bunch of mistakes and hopefully learn from them. So, this is good because that way you learn what works for you and what doesn't. So, along with this, you have to learn how to maneuver by yourself. So this part really hits home for me, as I'm sure with many other college students that are out of state. So now I'm originally from a small town called Ensonville in North Carolina. So just imagine a small town girl like myself moving to a city with millions of people. So as, I, as I've stated before, I go to Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you know anything about ATL, you know about MARTA. But for those of you that are not familiar, MARTA is just Atlanta's transit system. So a person like me that has never rode a bus, took a train, or even a taxi, I had to learn how to do all of those things. But you know, when you go to the train station and see the map of the city and you still don't know what stop to get off at, if you have Google Maps on your phone, I'm team Android, so I don't really know about the iPhone. But if you have Google Maps on your phone and you type in the destination that you want to go to and then instead of hitting the picture of the car, hit the picture of the bus, it'll tell you what buses or trains that will take you to your destination the fastest. 
So now I just found out about this like last year. So I'm a little late. <laughs> some of you may already know about this. But I hope I've helped some of you that didn't. But see, that's what I'm saying. You learn so many things trying to maneuver by you, by yourself. And when I say maneuver, I'm not just talking about maneuvering around the city. I'm talking about maneuvering through life. So, for example, you may not have known how to cook very well in high school because mommy and daddy always cook, or you just went to McDonald's. But by being on your own, you're going to be able to maneuver around that kitchen a little better, right? It's just the little things like that that have a major impact on your life. So another wonderful thing is that by taking the time to learn yourself, you'll find out your actual likes and dislikes. So, for instance, when you're home and your mama cooks something that you really don't like, but you just eat it anyway because that's what she felt like cooking, so you're either going to eat it or go to bed hungry, right? <laughs> but by being on your own, you had the freedom to say something like, hey, I really don't like potato salad, <laughs> you know, or something like that. So, you'll see what I just mean later on. So, Also, with all of the diversity within college, itself you're bound to try new things and find out that you actually like them oh and while we're talking about diversity let me say this never let anyone tell you that you will be lacking diversity because you decide to go to an hbcu and that's historically black college or university you know so now i'm a little biased because i do attend Spelman college which is the number one hbcu had to put that out there but <laughs> I will say that my HBCU is very diverse. I have encountered individuals from many different walks of life, and the fact that we're all a part of the African diaspora does not change the fact that we're all different in a unique way. So, yeah, that was me on my soapbox. So. <laughs> but back to the topic. Trying new things and trying to see things from a different perspective can always help you understand what really makes you happy or passionate. So I know in my case, before I came to college, I have a negative I had a negative idea of feminist and feminism. So like most people ignorant to the topic or the idea, when we think of feminists, we think of the very extreme or the radical ones that are often perceived as lesbians and that don't shave or just don't like men at all. But I learned that society's idea of a feminist is very skewed. There are modern-day feminists that act and look like what society would deem as a normal woman. But she still advocates for women's rights. And hey, did you know that even men can be feminists? That's something, huh? See, these are the type of things that you'll learn upon entering college. But along with finding your likes and dislikes, you'll find your strengths and weaknesses. So you have the opportunity to try things and see if you really are good at them. Just like I told y'all earlier in the week, I tried I tried <laughs> to be pre-med. And I learned that even though I love math, science courses, <laughs> science courses, are my weakness <laughs> but that's what it's all about even if you don't do as good as expected you'll learn that okay now this is not where my strengths lie so let's move on to something else okay now this idea leads me to something else that has been on my heart to speak with or just tell someone about and I thought who else better than you guys right 
Now, I tried to read the Bible every now and then, like I was telling you guys to do early in the read in the week. So while reading, I came across the parable of talents. So these verses have really touched me, and I have been meditating on them for days now, trying my best to make sure make sense of them and how to apply them to my life. So I've even took to Google to see what others had to say about the verses so I could gain a better understanding. So now I'll go ahead and read this parable to y'all and try my best to interpret it in a way that I think it would fit perfectly for my life and the rising college students. So I'll be reading from Mark, the 25th chapter, verses 14 through 30, in case any of you want to follow along. Okay. For it is like a man going on a journey who summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The one who had received five talents went off right away and put his money to work and gained five more. In the same way, the one who had gained two, two more. But the one who had received one talent went out and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money in it. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled his accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came and brought five more, saying, Sir, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master answered, Well done, good and faithful slave. You have been faithful in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Doing with the two talents also came and said, Sir, you entrusted two, two talents to me. See, I have gained two more. His master answered, Well done, good and faithful slave. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent came and said, Sir, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. But his master answered, Evil and lazy slave. So you knew that I harvest where I didn't sow and gather where I didn't scatter. Then you should have deposited my money with the bankers. And on my return, I will have received my money back with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten. For the one who has will be given more, and he will have more than enough. But the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. And throw that worthless slave into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay, that again was the parable of talents, uh, Mark, the 25th chapter, verses 14 through 30. So the first thing I noticed was that each person was given a different number of talents. And I was thinking, what? You know, I thought we were all equal. You know, God wouldn't give one of us more than the other. But I realized I was going about this the wrong way. So even though in the scripture, talents were actually money, I thought of it, thought of them as gifts in order to get a better understanding. So looking at it this way, I know that God blesses us all with different gifts, but it's up to us to go out into the world and make profit by being good stewards. 
So whatever gifts God has blessed us with, we have to do it for his glory. And if we're not using our gifts for that purpose, then we are unfaithful just like the last servant. So I always love the statement, lift as you climb, (laughs) you know, because that's what we're supposed to do, right? It's not all about this. So making those six figures is nothing if we don't uplift each other in God's kingdom. So now I'm not a minister or anything, and I may be a little off of my interpretation, but I hope that you guys can look more into this parable and actually receive it. So again, that was the parable of talent. So Mark, the 25th chapter, verses 14 through 30, in case anyone didn't get it before. Now, I know we're all expecting God to do something big for us, right? So throughout this whole week, he's led the right people on the show in order to give us a wonderful advice during all of their interviews. We have a very special guest coming on the show. I've had the pleasure of knowing her for many, many years. Her name is Veronda Bellamy, the founder and creative director of this show. And we want to have her introduce herself. Veronda, are you there? Yes, I am here. Hello, Miss Angel, the cool, smart chick. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay, first off, let's take it back to the high school days for you. So I know we talked about college before, but we're going to take a step back. So do you feel as if your level of awareness as a high school well, was as high when you were in high school compared to when you were in college? No, my level of awareness in high school um, was nothing in compared <laughs> to when I got to college. Um, going, you know, from high school to college, honestly, you know, you don't, you think you know everything because at that age when you're graduating from high school, you, you, you in your head you think your parents know nothing. So to you, you know absolutely everything in the world until you get to college and you're like, crap, I really don't know anything, really. So you start to make friends. You have to learn the area. Most people go to colleges outside of where they're from. So you have to really, um, you know, really experience things to get to, you know, know what life is all about for yourself. So, no, I didn't really know anything. Looking back, hindsight, vision, guys, it's always twenty twenty. Um, I didn't know anything when I went off to college. So, yeah, college definitely prepared me for real life. Okay, so what are some things that have contributed to the growth of your awareness? Like some things that you experienced in college and even outside of college? So, some things that's contributed to my awareness, um, basically, for me, it's been many things. The biggest thing for me is experience. I, I am a person that believes that experience is your biggest teacher. Um, you can sit in class and, and read and learn about all these things, but until you actually do them or apply them, it's not really going to make a whole lot of sense to you. But, um, yeah, so experience is the biggest teacher. Experience for me was just, you know, learning how to live on my own, learning, you know, how to navigate life without my parents being around, um, Um, learning how to ground myself because when you go to college, you are not grounded. Um, Most people aren't. You go to college and you turn all the way up. Um, You have the best years of your life for most people. It's a great experience, a very rich experience. You get to meet some professionals, your professors. You get to meet um, your roommates and the people that's in the dorm with you. 
you know, it's just a very rich experience. And from those experiences, you kind of, you know, really begin to really mold exactly who you are. You cultivate into that person that you really want to be from the experiences that you have, albeit from your professors, from the friends or the lack thereof, um, experiences with your family as you navigate it from college to high school or from high school to college. So, yeah, it's just the experiences that really um, were the best teachers for me um, in life overall. And um, I've taken several, many, many, I have several degrees, um, many classes, and the biggest experience or the biggest teacher for me has been experience itself. Okay, so now we have talked a little before about your college years and some mm-hmm. some of your experiences. But what mm-hmm. are some things that you have experienced that have helped you find yourself or better understand yourself? So, to be more specific, um, I don't know. Like one thing for me was when you go off to college, most people don't have a whole lot of money. It just mm-hmm. happens that way for most people. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a very small population of people who go off to college and their parents, you know, basically fund their accounts with, you know, two, $3,000 a month. I don't know. But that didn't happen to me. So um, <laughs> from that, I had to learn the importance of working, um, trying my best to work while I was in school, and um, basically being able to, you know, keep the things that I needed for several years, though my first couple of years in school, I did not work, and it was, I had to rely solely on my parents, but as time went on, I eventually started working and had to um, navigate into that that type of living, you know, work and school balance. Um, Another experience for me was, you know, just figuring out people, learning people, their personalities, because nobody is the same. Every Everybody is, is different in some magnitude. So um, being in a dorm, you got a chance to, you know, meet new people. I got a chance to meet new people. And um, really, you know, being able to, I guess, gauge what that person is all about, not necessarily to judge the person, although I will tell you guys, there's absolutely nothing wrong with, with judging people. The Bible just says, you know, whatever you say about others, other people expect for it to be said back to, about you. So um, essentially in a nutshell is what, what it says. But um, not to judge a person, but to basically, you know, get a feel of what the person is all about, you know, understanding exactly what their background is, what type of friends they associate with. Is this somebody that you really want to be close with? Is it somebody that you can trust? Do they stink? You know, that was important to me. Um, <laughs> sorry, but it's important. Um, you know, just little things like that. What What is their major? Do we really have anything in common. And so you get to learn these things about people by spending time with them, um, assessing them, um, you know, and really just, you know, answering those questions, getting those questions answered. So who do they hang with, where they come from, um, and that sort of thing. And also with that, in that same notion, don't be so quick to, you know, turn your nose up at a person just because either, because that could be the, like your ride or die chick, you know, that's, that's come along and you turn your nose up at them just because of whatever you felt may have been happening or whatever you thought in your head was true about that person. It could be very, um, very untrue. Um, there's a thing that I like to use as my guiding force 
it's a he, actually, um, as referenced in the Bible. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is present in everyone that is a believer of, of, of God, of Christ, Jesus Christ, to be more specific. Um, and the Holy Spirit is there as a guide. Um, he's your comforter. He's your teacher. And he just kind of guides you through this maraud of life. Um, for a long time, I didn't even know who the Holy Spirit was. Um, you've heard of him. And for most people, the Holy Spirit was just like you, you think that is just the Holy Ghost. You know, the people get in church and they start shouting and, oh, Lord, they got the Holy Ghost. But you never differentiate that from the Holy Spirit as a, as a third, as the third entity to the Trinity. Um, you got the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and then the Holy Spirit. They are three as one. Um, and the Holy Spirit is a present help with us, and He's there to guide us through life. So use the Holy Spirit as a guide. He's kind of like that voice of reasoning. Um, he will kind of, you know, nudge you when you're going down the wrong path, or you may all of a sudden um, hear a Bible verse pop up pop up into your head during a conversation. Um, that's the Holy Spirit. He may kind of, um, you may have a strong intuition to do something um, specific with your career. That's the Holy Spirit, you know. So you really have to go into relationship with Him to understand Him more. And as you lean on Him more and more throughout life, as I have, um, it's, you know, it's just you get to experience so much in life and from every experience that you have, and I can name off a million of them, but from every experience that you have, make sure you learn the value in that experience. What is the lesson being taught for that specific experience? Yes, that was, that was wonderful. That's so true. The Holy Spirit is there all the time. You just have to listen. <laughs> so do you think that uh, being a col- in a college environment and on your own kick-started you better understanding yourself? Or do you think that if you continue to stay home, you, have been, you have, would have been going the same pace? Well, you know what? Um, for me, um, I've had a chance to experience both going off to college, being at home, going back to college. So um, I think the experience, I've, I've been able to experience more, um, or I did experience more, I should say, once I went off to college, um, just because I was around new people, you know, new backgrounds, you know, just being able to meet, like, more people. Like, when you go to college, it's a lot of people that's going to be on campus that you'll meet, um, and it's thousands of people, depending on where you go to college at. Even if you go to a local community college, still, you're going to have a very similar experience. Um, so I, I would say that I kind of knew um, a little bit about myself, you know, as I navigated from high school into college. Um, I think that going off to college, uh, was definitely, you know, beneficial for me being able to learn more about life, about who I am, and, um, you know, really what it is that I want to be when I grow up. Um, like some people, they have an idea of what it is they want to do when they grow up. Like some people can say, I want to be a doctor when they're five, and that's what they become. I never really had a vision of who I really wanted to be. I never really thought about that, to be honest with you. Um, so when I went off to college, my major was what my mother told me my major should be. And that's what I studied, and it ended up changing over time. Um, so, yeah, the experience of college is what kind of brought me into who I am um, and knowing who I am. Um, also, just 
following that instinct. I don't know how it has been, but I've always been a person to follow the instinct um, that was inside of me. Um, didn't know that it was the Holy Spirit that was kind of guiding me, you know, just didn't know that. But still, as I look back again, guys, your vision is always 2020 looking back. So looking back, I know it was him that's been a guiding force in every decision that I've made throughout my life. And um, yeah, does that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And lastly, um, what's some advice you have for our listeners that are still trying to find his or herself and are eager to start this journey? So if you're trying to find yourself, the first thing is to be true to yourself, guys. You've got to be true to who you are. So like I said, with my mom, she wanted me to study physical therapy. Well, I really didn't want to do that. Once I really got into it, um, I like science. I have, I guess I should say, I have an appreciation for science. And um, it just wasn't uh, the type of science I wanted to study and do for the rest of my life. So I changed my major to nursing and ended up not doing that, you know. So ultimately, it came down to me being true to who I am. So when I got really focused in school, my major um, began to be computers because I like working on computers. Um, Back in those days, computers were nothing near what they are right now. We had the old-fashioned um, desktop computers and laptops was far and few in between. So I wanted to study technology because I kind of have had a knack for understanding technology. So that's what I did. And I got an associate's degree in computers. And um, then I was like, okay, I want to start a business. And so I went back to school and majored in business management. And over time, um, well, I did that. I started a nonprofit. I worked in the corporate sector, and I did that for about 15 years, got tired of it, and ultimately decided I wanted to really help other people. And so I decided to become a therapist, a counselor. So that's kind of, you know, one of the main things that I'm doing right now, amongst many other things, um, is providing therapy. So in all of that, I say that to say Be true to who you are. Know who you are. Know what um, feels right to you because if you can identify those things, then you can make a career choice that will feel like you're not even working when you are working. So um, for me, all that I do, it's a lot, but it's not a lot to me because it comes effortlessly. It's just something that's innate. This is something that I've been kind of um, equipped to do And it's my passion and purpose. And you find out what your passion and purpose is a lot of times by not only just being true to yourself, but also it goes back to experience. So, um, for example, with the show here, Veronda Bellamy Inspired, this would not be possible if I didn't spend the years that I spent in corporate America and learning about technology and being able to, um, you know, speak with clients and what that is, what that relationship is really like, being successful in a business. And had I not experienced it, experienced those things prior to, then I would not be able to do what I'm doing right now. So each experience build upon the next. But at the root of it all, for whatever it is that you decide is right for you right now, it very well could be, but it doesn't mean that's going to be the end-all, be-all that you'll do for the rest of your life. For example, Oprah Winfrey, she started off doing, um, just she was a newscaster actually up in, I think, Baltimore, 
when she started off in her career, and she was just doing journalism and just, you know, a news news reporter. And um, she ultimately decided that she wanted to transition into Oprah Winfrey and started her own talk show, which was a small talk show, and then it just kind of branched out into this big thing over time. So, um, yeah, so it may change, and that's okay, but at the core of it all, be true to who you are, evaluate your strengths and your weaknesses, what are you strong at, what is your areas of opportunity um, to challenge yourself and your weaknesses, what are those things, how can you merge the two together, your strengths and your weaknesses to, I guess, formulate this awesome career that you will truly excel in. It's not hard to do. Um, You just got to be honest with yourself. So your mom may want you to be one thing. Your dad may want you to be one thing. And then it's the thing that you feel is right for you. Look to the Holy Spirit for guidance. Pray about it. Don't be ashamed to pray about it. God, what is it that you really want for me to do? Like everything in this world has a purpose. Even the trees outside, they have a purpose, right? So everything has a purpose in this world, including you. I don't care how you may want to be a janitor. You may want to be um, a pharmacist. You may want to be the next Oprah Winfrey. Heck, you may want to be the next Veronda Bellamy Inspired. I don't know. But what I do know is that you have to be true to who you are in order to get to that place. Attempting to, um, I, I, I can't, I'll say this, there's nothing wrong with um, admiring a person, but in that admiration, be sure to find your true voice and who you are. So you're not attempting to do something just because it sounds cool or you think it's something that you can do. Um, narrow it, simmer down, get real centered and identify your strengths and your weaknesses and kind of build from there. If you need more help, you can contact myself for coaching. Um, Angel also will be offering some coaching at some point in the near future. So um, if you want to, you know, coach with her, that's an option as well. You can, um, and um, if you want to email us, you can email us at um, info info at com. Does that answer the question? Yes, it does. It does. Thank you for that. And that was wonderful. And I would just like to thank you, Rhonda, for taking the time out of your busy schedule and coming to talk to us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've done an awesome job this week. I'm so, so super proud of you. You you are in your jish. I don't know what what's next for you, but I know it's going to be something awesome. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you. And you've already gave um, your contact information. Could you repeat the email one more time in case anyone didn't get it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the email is um, info, I-N-F-O, at verondabellamy.com. And that's veranda, V-E-R-O-N-D-A, Bellamy, B-E-L-L-A-M-Y.com. Info at verondabellamy.com. Thank you. Thank you. So um, thank you for coming on, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. So now we're going to turn the show over to the founder and creative director, Mrs. Veronda Bellamy. Thank you all for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired. Kaylin is an evangelist, an entrepreneur, um, and accomplished national gospel recording artist. Um, she's 18 years old and has experienced success illuminative of the divine presence of God's grace in her life. A classic example of the conspicuous special anointing operating in Carr's life is when she was just 
15 years old, she had a song, Greater is Coming. And we've all heard of that song, Greater is Coming. We play it, the radios play it, we have it in our iPhones, we have it on our computers. Everyone knows that song, Greater is Coming. I would sing it, but I'm not going to do that because I'm not anointed to sing, so I'll leave that alone. She's had Greater is Coming to appear in the top 10 of Billboard's gospel music chart, debuting at number three. Ja'Kalen Carr received her first Stella Award at the age of 16. This embryonic artist, burgeoning national acclaim, is evinced by the distinct honor of being listed by Jet Magazine as, quote, one of the top 10 faces you need to know. Ebony recognized Ja'Kalen Carr as a Ebony Power 100 of the most influential people in 2014 in Los, An- in Los Angeles. Alongside with Bishop T.D. Jakes, Beyonce, LeBron James, Pharrell Williams, and the legendary Quincy Jones. On October 6, 2014, Carr released her second national album, It's Gonna Happen, putting her in rarefied air, being one of the few gospel artists in history to have two national albums on the market before the age of 18. Soul Train published an article on an article. It asserted that her message offers, quote, hope of a better day to countless individuals across the world, end quote. And, quote, it challenges people to muster the courage to have faith in life possibilities and not be dominated by extent realities and pessimism, end quote. As a testament, Ms. Carr, she earned her first the Stella Award at the age of 16. Ja'Kalen was featured in a documentary, Rejoice and Shout, in 2010, produced by Magnolia Pictures, where she opened the documentary singing Amazing Grace. The documentary also spotlighted Smokey Robinson, Andrea Crouch, Kirk Franklin, and many other prominent artists. Although she's young, Carr is no stranger to being in the company of music greats. By the age of nine, she had already performed on various platforms with Shirley Caesar, Marvin Sapp, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, Myron Butler, Micah Stanley, and other reputable gospel artists. She appeared on Pastor Benny Hinn's This Is Your Day television program. During her appearance, Pastor Hinn extolled the virtues of her evangelism and artistic gifts. He spoke into her life that she was God's chosen to help lead and inspire many. Similarly, Pastor Donnie McClurkin prophesied that she would travel around the world ministering. She has performed and ministered on the Trinity Broadcasting Network, the Word Network, and the Bobby Jones Gospel Show, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to millions of lost souls. A number of the U.S. cities in which she has ministered and performed in have honored her by giving her official proclamation keys to the cities, including Nashville, Tennessee, Miami-Dade, Florida, and Lake Charles, Louisiana, and many more. Jacqueline Carr definitely has something big on the rise. She's already already just doing everything that God wants her to do. So with no further ado, um, Jacqueline, I'm going to go ahead and bring you on and um, just welcome you to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining for Rhonda Bellamy Inspired. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to have you on with us. Um, to share your insights with the listeners. You've done so, so much at such a young, young age. And um, really, I'm going to go ahead and touch bases on, you know, how have you been able to 
find balance exactly. You know, as a young adult, as a young Christian, you know, someone that's in ministry, how have you been able to find balance in your life with all of these things you have going on? You know what? I tell people all the time, balance is so important. Um, When I'm on the road, that's a time that I'm able to do what I love to do, you know, going out, ministering to people. And when I'm at home, that's the time that I'm able to, you know, spend time with my family. We do things like going to the movies and other great active things, and along with things that I love to do, you know, such as getting my hair done and getting my nails done and all of that good stuff. But it doesn't matter what your calling is or what you were called to do, balance is so key. So that's that's basically how I balance my life out. Yeah, and that's exactly right. So you try to balance out and separate, that is, work from family um, and as, as right. well from ministry because you have to have a, you know, a distinct cutoff between each one of those things so nothing is really overlapping because I know it can very easily happen. <laughs> yes. So so who or what, you know, really tra- inspires your, your balance? Like, is there someone that kind of helps you to stay focused and, you know, balanced in everything or is it just completely Jacqueline doing it? Uh, it, it's always been my parents. They uh, have always been my inspiration, especially when it comes to balancing. You know, when I have time to rest, I like, get some rest, and you know, <laughs> and so. But they always help me balance and help uh, keep me on track when it comes to making sure that I'm balanced and I'm getting the proper rest and you know uh, that I need and things like that. So it sounds like even though you're 18, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Your parents are still your parents. They (laughs) they make sure they don't let that rope go too far, no matter what you have going on. You're never too too big for the parents, right? So in their rules and regulations. That's awesome. So what are some words of wisdom that your parents um, have shared with you that have been key in, you know, you finding balance? Because, you know, stepping away, becoming an adult and all of those things. What are some of those words that echo as you begin to really navigate through life and everything and your your purpose? Well, one of the things that I always, you know, encourage me to do is um, continue to stay focused simply because, you know, they know that uh, the anointing that is upon my life, and they always tell me, I remember my dad always telling me as well, that uh, somebody is depending on me. Somebody is in need of what's upon my life. And so everything that I need to do to make sure that I remain productive, you know, they always uh, encourage me to do so. And so I always listen and, you know, and I tell people all the time, I even have a message um, encouraging people. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can be in your 20s and your 30s. You know, you still have to follow the order of obedience. And there's some things that we may not see that our leaders you know, so we just have to trust the wisdom and the knowledge that God has imparted into them so that they can impart into us to help us, you know, guide us in life. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Listening to your leaders, um, that is key. And, you know, just finding balance in life in general, it's key for sure. So I know with being, you know, a young adult, you have temptations, you know, I know the the key word right now is turning up. People want to turn up and have a good time and do all these crazy things and partying. 
So um, how do you fight those temptations or, you know, those the peer pressures of being a young adult? Well, you know what? I tell people all the time, first, I want to say this, you know, a lot of people feel that you have to go out and do, you know, crazy things in order for them to say they're having fun. But there mm-hmm. are a lot of things that you can do that's positive and is considered as having fun, you know, uh, going to the movies, going to the skating ring, you know, different things like that. And because we know, you know, especially because we have greatness upon our lives, the enemy is not going to come at us easy. You know, he's going to come at with, come at us with everything that he has. But I tell people there is something called power. We have to activate and access that power that God has placed in us over the enemy. That when he does come, when he does try to tempt us, we can speak to him and let him know that we won't be defeated. We won't allow this to overcome us, but we will mm-hmm. overcome it. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. That's absolutely beautiful, and that is so, so true. You know, sometimes I think people forget that they have death and life lies in the power of the tongue, so you can speak to your situation and command your, your situation to be still, and it will be still. So you're you're absolutely right, Ja'Kalen. Um, So in a nutshell, like as it relates to balance, what does it mean to you? When when do you know that you found that sweet spot and everything is your your ministry is good, your family is good, your work is good? Like how do you know you found that that put everything in sync? Well, I would have to say uh number one, everything uh, that I do from my ministry to um, uh, from preaching to singing, every aspect of my life, step by steps have always been ordered by God. And so uh, I tell people all the time, when you trust God with your gifts, trust God with your career and wait on God to take you where your anointing is needed, you know, God will, he will make everything uh, happen for you to the point to where all you have to do is walk in. And so that's exactly what God has done. He's placed people in my life, such as my dad, you know, who works behind the scenes and, you know, making sure that I'm able to do what I love to do out front, putting everything in place. And so God has always, always led us through the doors that he has for us. We didn't try to rush things or try to make things happen, but it, it, it pays when you wait on God. And so when you wait on God, everything just flows, you know, everything from your ministry to every aspect of your life it all flows yeah and that's so 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 true and that team is is definitely needed because it makes life a little bit actually a whole lot easier right so (laughs) 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 definitely needed so that's that's awesome um jacaylin so finding balance for you is just basically having the right people in place so that you can really be the instrument to everyone that yeah. God wants you to minister to. That's really what it's all about. Whether you're in school, you're in college, you know, you're at home, you're you're with your friends or whatever the case is. You really all at all times, it sounds as though you really want to be that vessel and want to be used by God as, as often as possible. So um, that's that's a beautiful place to be. And it really is. So with you, I know that you've been singing for some years now. Um, and just according to, you know, some of the things I've, I've read about you. Can you tell the listeners exactly how many years you have been singing and what your first memory is of 
of, of ministering to others? I have been singing for 13 years now, ever since I was five years old. And my first memory, <laughs> I don't I don't quite remember, but I do remember, you know, um, as I was young, uh, working with I was this church I was going to and this choir, the choir they were singing, we were in choir rehearsal and they were all out of tune, you know, and I was about five years old then. And so I just stopped them and I was like, Y'all are out of key, you know, and I gave them their key. And so, you know, <laughs> it caught my uh, parents' attention. And from there on, they have just been, you know, nourishing me and teaching me the values of Christ. And, you know, I am who I am because of God first, you know, uh, but also because of my parents. Yeah. Well, at five years old, you're like, okay, choir, get it together now. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is, that's awesome. And, and yeah, so with the whole, you know, first memory, everyone always is like, Veronda, are you really asking me that? My first memory? No one knows their first memory. I can't tell you that right off the bat. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, when did you come to realize that you had been called in, called into ministry? Um, how did you, how did your peers respond? How did your family respond to that? Well, I come from a singing and a preacher family, uh, both sides. And so uh, my parents used to always tell me that the mantle has to fall on someone. And so I started out singing at the age of five, and then I started ministry preaching at the age of 13. And so my family's response, you know, uh, my dad, my mom, my siblings, they, you know, just took, took me in and just started nourishing me, my gift. And they wasn't surprised because, like I said, um, they told me that the mantle had to fall on someone, and so they just began to uh, listen to the voice of God concerning the things to do uh, for my ministry, and so um, that's how it all happened. <laughs> wow. So you grew up in basically a family that's in, engulfed in ministry, um, so it I would think it probably made things a little bit easier um, if it was, you know, in comparison to a young adult that's coming from a family that really doesn't have any of that background, um, you know, and just with some young adults when they are, you know, walking as a Christian, it's not so popular for them to do that. Can you speak to that situation for anyone that may be listening that's coming from that specific place of, you know, maybe not being accepted because of their Christian walk? Well, first, I want to say Jesus is always popular, you know, uh, even though people may not uh, elaborate on it a lot or make it, they may not make it seem like it, but whenever you're walking in purpose and you're doing exactly what God has created you to do, that is always popular. Don't you change who you are. Don't you be fearful or doubt who you are because of someone else's opinion about you. You walk in the boldness and the authority that God has given you, and you never know the same people who don't understand your gift could be the same one that's being blessed by your gift. So you continue to do and be what God has called you to be. And I even pray that God will place people in your life that will help guide you and help, you know, rear you in the right direction so that you can continue to be what you, what God has called you to be effectively. So don't change who you are for anyone. You continue to be what God has called you to be and do what he created you to do. Amen. Amen. 
What is your next something big? I see something big on your your website. Your website is absolutely phenomenal, by the way. I love the pink hat. I'm really, really, I'm probably going to end up buying one. But tell us about some of the um, projects that you have you have coming out soon, or even any projects that you're working on right now. I know something big is really um, is really all over the place at this point. So. Just talk to us a little bit about some of your projects. Yes, ma'am. Well, people are grabbing a hold to this word, you know, that something big is about to happen. And coming here in September, I will begin my uh, campaign uh, entitled Something Big for the Homeless. And that's the time where my team and myself, we would take time to go out to different cities, you know, uh, feeding the homeless and not just feeding them, but, you know, loving them and showing them compassion that Jesus did. And, you know, there's so much going on, you know, from media to television that has distracted our true vision from where it's supposed to be. And that is, you know, being a blessing to God's people. So, you know, I travel, uh, as I travel from different cities, I see so many homeless people and so we just want to take the time to just be a blessing to them and let them know you know we care you know we love them and we're going to feed them and just be a blessing to their lives and so I'm excited about that I'm excited you know and what God is going to do for the homeless and some of them they're great people you know they just need the proper guidance they just need the help and they just need someone to show them how to live a life you know a productive life a, a and not just a productive life when it comes to careers, but just a productive life when it comes to Christianity. And so we're just going to go out and just share that and do something big for the homeless. That's awesome. You know, I, I do quite a bit, um, quite a bit of work. And one of the fields that I do work in is the mental health and substance abuse field. Um, as a therapist, and I get to work with the population all the time, people that are homeless. Um, and usually whenever you're dealing with the homeless, there's some type of mental illness that's associated with what's put them in that place. And all these people need you, Kaylin, and you're on the right target, sweetheart. All they need is just one person to say something nice to them, to do something nice for them, to inspire them to take that next step. So that's that that touches my heart to hear you say that. It really does because it's it's such a population that everyone, um, not everyone, but a lot of people look down upon. And they're people just like anyone else, just like you and me. They're no less of a person because they are homeless. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to hearing about that. I really do. Are you going to keep that information updated on your website? I will, yes, ma'am, and I will also um, uh, be sharing, probably be sharing, you know, the cities that I will be in as well, taking this too, so I will. Awesome. Yeah, keep me informed. Yeah, if I can help out in any way, absolutely feel free to reach out to me because that is something that's near to my heart. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely phenomenal. Um, if the listeners would like to access your music or any of your promotional information, like the hat, I don't know what it is about baseball caps, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of them. Um, so <laughs> if they would like to access your information, how can they how can they get in contact with you or um, be able to download your music and things like that? 
Well, my music, it is on all of your online stores, um, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, uh, along with my uh, new single, Something Big Live. You can get that also on your online stores. Uh, those who want to stay connected with me with social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, all under my name, Jekaylin Carr, J-E-K-A-L-Y-N-C-A-R-R. My website is myjekaylincar.net, and you can stay in touch with me and see when I will be in or near your city. That's awesome. Do you have any lasting words to share with the listeners? I just want to thank you all so much, and you, woman of God, for inviting me on your show. Thank you to all of those who supported my ministry. I love you. Continue to do the work that God has called you to do, and I'm just excited about the big things that God is going to release you and your household into. Stay connected to God and watch God take you to places that you would have never imagined. Awesome. Well... Kaylin, I it's an honor and a privilege, sweetheart, to have you on the line to speak to the listeners. I do not take this lightly. I am one of your biggest fans. I love your music. <laughs> We're going to be playing Ja'Kalen all week long, so <laughs> that's that. I mean, your music kind of goes along with the theme of, of this particular week. So um, thank you so much for taking the time out to share your your inspiration, your you know wisdom with the listeners, and I'm sure we will stay in touch, um, and you'll let me know what's going on with your ministry of you know reaching out to the homeless and traveling and, and ministering to them as well. Thank you so much, Ja'Kalen. Thank you. All right, my pleasure. Have a great day. Wow, that was wonderful. I hope that y'all were taking notes this entire week because there was a lot of valuable information. I just want to thank you all for tuning in to this wonderful useful this week that kept you in the know of Rhonda Dwelling Inspired. I truly do thank each and every one of you that have tuned in, whether one day or two, you know, or every day, which is great. <laughs> was anyway this whole week so rather it was just one day or not so i hope that i have cured some of your anxieties and have helped you prepare for the next step in your life so if any of y'all have any questions you can always contact the boss lady mrs veronda bellamy at info at verondabellamy.com and you can even contact me even after the show as i will always contact me angel at verondabellamy.com too so even though this week has come to an end, I'm always available to help, give advice, just be an ear to anyone who's needed or anything. Even though I'm not certified, but <laughs> I just love to do it. So, And if you all would like to review this week's shows for your own purpose, or if you just want to spread the word about the wonderful information shared this week, you can always download the app Spreaker and listen to all of the Veronda Bellamy Inspired shows. Or you can even go to verondabellamy.com. So, oh, and iTunes as well. I told y'all I was Android, but iTunes as well. You can always go on iTunes too. And I just want to congratulate all of our listeners that have been accepted into a college. So maybe you're in college right now or you're about to go. Congratulations, and I wish you all the best. And to our younger listeners that are still in high school, I hope this information has helped you 
and I pray the best for you. And I hope that you choose the right place and make the right decisions. And next year, on the second annual Youth Success Week, please tune in and share with your friends. But again, thank you everyone for tuning in with me, Angel, the cool smart chick, this week. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. It's been great. God bless. Thank you for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired Youth Success Week. We've kept you in the know. Join us back for Season 3 of Veronda Bellamy Inspired October 2015. Stay tuned for more details. Angel the Cool Smart Chick, you are great. Awesome. You all be inspired. Oh God, this next generation needs you. God, you said that in the last days, you shall pride your spirit upon all flesh. You said that the young people shall prophesy. And God, the young people need you like never before. For the enemy is on attack. So now, God, I pray against all type of gun violence. I pray against the shootings that's in our schools. I pray against suicidal thoughts. I pray against drugs. I pray against bullying. And I speak over the lives of the young people that they will not fall into the hands of temptations. The young people will get back in place with you. They will hunger for holiness. And the hunger will be so great that it will be unexplainable. In the name of Jesus, God, I declare right now that we, your young people, we will present ourselves as living sacrifices. Our lives are in your hands. We make the choice. We make the vow right now that God, we will not, we will not give in to peer pressure. We will not give in, God, to suicidal thoughts. We will not give in until what the enemy has to offer. We will not give in until the plans of the enemy. But God, we stand and we say we will be holy. We will keep our bodies pure. We will keep our bodies pure. We'll keep our minds pure. In the name of Jesus, we will not give in to drugs. We will not give in to drinking. We will not give in to smoking. But God, we will stand for holiness. We will stand for what's right. So God, we cry out, purify us, Lord. Purify us, Lord. Sanctify us. Cleanse us, God. We want to be holy. We want to be like you, Lord. We want to be like you, Lord. We cry out today. We give ourselves to you. Slayers, you're raising up some Satan defeaters, and God, we stand right now and we say we will be the one, we will be the one that will show the enemy that he is a liar, he will not have all the young people, he will not have our minds. We will be the one, we will be the example, we will be the chosen in the name of 
some young people right there where you are, just lift up your hands and begin to tell God, God, I will be the one. God, I will be the one. He just want to know if he can have a willing vessel. He just want to know if he have a willing vessel that will stand up and declare to this nation, that will stand up and declare to this world that God is real. God With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.